0: You have it there? I put it on the. Yeah. All right. Well, let me fix the microphone. What's going on? Every, the, everything in the studio's changed. <laughs> Why is the microphone so high? And wait, uh, can I get. Let me get it. I have to get a screen for it. Wow. Okay. Okay. Let me get. Get me used to everything. Everything. Somebody must have changed everything in here for a while, huh? All right. Here we go. You ready there, Reggie? How's your room? You all right? All right. This room seemed a little different. All right, but now it, lo- it feels normal again. Okay, <laughs> which we'll talk about a little later. What is normal, anyway? Um, all right, let's get set. I will. Uh, I'll give you the three S's. I'll give you the music. You uh, and uh, and oh, no, I'll give you the three S's. You give me the music, and I'll give you a podcast. That's the way we do this. See, I'm all discombobulated. The way this studio looked. All right, Whew, just breathe. <laughs> I like where the uh, the levels are bopping there. My voice, uh, they're right. That's right where it should be. Just leave it right there. All right, let's get started. Okay, you ready, Reg? I'm ready. Okay. Three S's, star, smile, strong. All right, go get him, Jim. Here we go. Three, two, one. Hey, it's Elton, Jim Toronto, and this is Captain Podtastic. And welcome to another episode of Elton Jim's Captain Podcast. Every Monday, a new episode is posted at WGNRadio.com or wherever you go to find your favorite podcast. We are there, naturally. And don't forget, if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, you also are instantly and automatically recruited to help us promote it to the rest of the world so get on social media send a message send a link tell your friends tell your family why you listen to Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic and why they should too your loyalty and your devotion are always much appreciated and of course that little extra effort be rewarded sometime around the holidays. (laughs) Also, if you like what you hear, don't forget, go to WGNRadio.com, hit the podcast section, go to the link for this podcast, and you will find, hopefully, all previous 266 episodes. When you walk into that vault, they are everywhere. They're on the ceilings, they're on the wall, they're in the drawers, everywhere you look. There's a podcast pinned somewhere. It must be a big vault because we're still putting them in there like this one, number 267. Welcome. So I thought uh, today I would talk a little bit. I mentioned uh, about uh, this uh, a few podcasts ago about how everything so quickly changed and are, or was I ready to go back to normal? you know, almost about a little bit over a month now, back in late May, uh, suddenly we, out of nowhere it seemed, we got the all clear. One day, literally one day on a Tuesday, uh, the CDC continued to say we need to wear masks. Yes, we have a vaccine, but we still have to stay diligent. We still have to follow those Guidelines about wearing masks and washing hands and social distancing, even though we have a a vaccine. And then 48 hours later, it was it, the news was almost completely different. No, we don't need to social distance. No, we don't need to wear a mask. Even inside with people that are vaccinated. That was, of course, the caveat with people that are vaccinated. And so, of course, the plea Continued then and continues now for everyone to get vaccinated. It certainly does provide a substantial, not a perfect, but a substantial shield against the virus. And hopefully, from all data, even with this new variant, the Delta variant, which seems to be spreading all around the world at a very contagious pace. Um, and still, and even here in the United States, in certain pockets where there are lower levels of fully vaccinated people, the Delta virus is spreading. However, the word was, and the word still is, at least this week, at least when I'm recording this, <laughs> that uh, if you have been fully vaccinated, uh, you still do not need to wear a mask, even around unvaccinated people. That's the word. Okay. So, I don't know about you, but um isn't it isn't it been strange now that it's been about a month or so you walk around and you are seeing people's faces for the first time. It's 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 an, it's a it's a weird thing. I was started getting used to seeing people with masks. I thought a lot of times a lot of people look good from the eyes up. <laughs> now we got to deal with the rest of the face again. Ah! But, um, yeah, so there's no question that over the last month and a half, things have definitely changed. After 16 months or so of of quarantining and sheltering in place and distancing and mask wearing, certainly um, we are in a different phase. Now, you know, once again, and I've talked about this before, there's no guarantees that this will last. There's always a chance that... You know, this new variant can begin to uh, multiply and become very dangerous again. We still have to be diligent, but it is quite a difference. And so a few you know, weeks ago, I talked about, am I ready for new normal or old normal or whatever you want to call it? Am I ready to get back to normal yet? I don't know. It happens so fast. A month and a half later, I have to tell you that I'm easing into normal. I'm sure, I'm sure that many of you, maybe most of you, have fully embraced the no-mask wearing um, and just regular socializing and, and almost not even thinking twice about it anymore. There's, as, as, a, as a country, we seem to have almost erased it from our memory. And I understand a lot of people that are very social, whether it's with their families, whether it's with their um, with their families or their friends, whatever the case may be. Um, I know that people are, you know, are very um, are restless, and they are, are just happy to be able to get together with people. So I get that. As much as I I am an extrovert in many ways, right? I talk on the radio, talk on a podcast. Um, I'm also something of an introvert. I, I enjoy socializing, but I don't go out every day. I don't go to lunch with people every day. I don't go out every weekend and see a regular group of friends. It's not that I necessarily don't want to. Um, I, it just, that's the way it seems to develop. I guess, maybe I guess I don't want to. I don't know. I certainly enjoy my friends, and I certainly enjoy getting together, but I also do enjoy uh, alone time. And my wife and I um, spend a lot of our time alone anyway before the pandemic. So for us... While certainly there's been some family things and some, uh, you know, social and friend things that we haven't seen over the last 16 months, we have been very diligent. We have seen some friends on limited bases over the last year outside with masks, once again, following the rules. But we have been very diligent. And thankfully, um, we did not uh, contract the covid virus over that time. And uh, we now both are fully vaccinated. But I have to say, um, here we are in July. It's been about a month and a half, and I'm sure a lot of you people are, you know, listening, um, will probably be listening to this and, and shaking your head or saying, Oh, Jim, just lighten up and uh, you know, don't live in fear. I'm not living in fear, I'm just living uh in caution. I I'm 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 always a little more cautious person than a risk taker. And so um but I have to tell you, and I said this before, even all of the, the all clears were sounded in May, that I said that I would probably be wearing a mask in public at grocery stores or airports or any kind of big gatherings of people that I would be wearing a mask. And um, I still am. When I go to the grocery store, I still wear a mask. Uh, we have not been in a, uh, in a restaurant yet, still. So I've not eaten indoors at a table at a restaurant yet. And here we are at the beginning of July. I have eaten outdoors without a mask with friends amongst people, everybody at the table fully vaccinated, hopefully the other people around us fully vaccinated. Um, But even that was kind of strange to be walking into that, that situation and I have to tell you, uh, I, I guess I wish that that there had been some kind of a of a gradual process. I would have liked to have gotten used to it a little. Uh, we went from zero to a hundred, and uh, and I don't know if I'm ready for that. So I don't know. I'm sure that we, that very soon we will go into a restaurant, either on our own or with friends and uh you know it's it's not some kind of capitulation or uh it's just like okay um but i think you know everybody is different and everybody has to do what they feel comfortable in doing and up to this point um i'm still a little leery when i'm seri- seeing this delta uh this delta variant uh you know running through uh, a lot of people we are still uh, not even at 70% vaccinated uh, as a country. That was always the magic number. We are still not there. So I don't know if if that number is going to change my mind or not. Um, I, I'm disappointed that a lot of people need to be bribed to get a vaccine to keep them safe. And in many ways, once again, if it's not for yourself, then think about others. Think about your friends, think about your family, think about the public. How would you feel if you were not fully vaccinated and, and and maybe you did not feel symptoms, but you found out through a tracing or somehow that you did pass along this virus to someone you didn't know? It's bad enough if you would give it to somebody you, you did know that you knew and loved, right? Why would you want to put them through that kind of a... Of an ordeal, hopefully, wouldn't be too serious. But my gosh, could you imagine? I, I would feel terrible if it, if I had spread it to somebody that I didn't know. I mean, it, I don't know if one is better than the other, but um, so I would think that rather than having to win a lottery or get a a, a you know a, a gift card or a free beer, I would just think once again, as I've said from the beginning of this, to to band together. But, um, but really, um, what, I, what I wanted to talk about is as now we open up our, our scope of living and we go more places and we do more things in public, whether you wear a mask or not, I would say there, these are things that you might observe. Because that's what I, this is what I've observed over the last month and a half. I initially said when everything was going to, you know, sort of restrictions are were lowered. I was saying how I wasn't sure if I was ready for normal yet, and I was. I said, you "Now I'm, I'm inching toward it. I'm I'm going gradual. There's no need to. I don't need to go to a from zero to a hundred. I didn't feel." Pri- as a like a prisoner over the last 16 months so i have i don't have that same anxiety that a lot of people have so i haven't felt that urgent need to just you know start a bonfire of the masks and burn my mask and throw it out and and never see a mask again i i still wear the mask i still carry the mask in my car on my wrist so and and wear it when i'm in public in big public places but um Certainly I am now surrounded by many people, in, in some cases, most people, who do not. I'm not I'm not staying away from them. Um, I do see what's interesting, I do see people, you know, kind of looking at me that don't wear masks. That's fine. I'm 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 I think I'm gonna be okay with that stigma especially in a grocery store. I'm sure that if I go to a a restaurant or some kind of place like that, there'll be some stairs. But I think if you go to to an airport, I'm I'm not worried about that. And if it is, then I'm going to have to get over that. And I eventually, yes, I eventually will take the mask off. But um, I'm just not ready uh, because the all clear to me was not really a true all clear. I'm, 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 I'm heartened and ecstatic that our medical technology once again has proven to be so great and how the medical community certainly has risen to the occasion. Now, the mass public certainly hasn't. Um, there's been still, there's still a big divide on vaccines or not. But in terms of the medical community coming up with a vaccine that is clearly, um, valuable and clearly works that we can have confidence in which I have confidence in I have confidence in the vaccine which I don't what I don't have confidence in are other people the vaccine is is yes it's 92 percent there's still there's still a chance you can get it we've been living in a cautious society so maybe I'm being overly cautious but that's where I am right now but here's what I've observed over the last so okay I've stated my case on that. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Until, until I don't wear a mask anymore, until, until I go to a restaurant, you won't hear me talk about masks ever again, right? Just assume until you hear me talk about it again that I'm still wearing a mask in those big social situations, grocery stores, airports, You know, maybe even a concert. I might be going to a concert soon. That's a big step. I do have tickets for a concert in a couple of weeks. I believe I'm going, but I also believe, but and it's not going to be socially distanced. These are tickets that I bought over a year and a half ago, so I'm most likely going to be sitting right next to somebody, and most likely uh, it's going to be you know shoulder to shoulder, you know sitting right next to somebody, and I'm most likely going to be wearing my masks during that concert. I may look crazy, but I'm going to be. So whatever. But as I said, so until I, until I talk to you about, guess what I did the other day and tell you how I went to a restaurant and the feelings that I was feeling, just assume that I'm wearing the mask in public places. I'm not wearing it when I'm with fully vaccinated people that I know in a social situation, especially outside, uh, And maybe inside, haven't really done that yet either, but just assume I'm wearing it. But here's what I've, so that's done. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. But let me tell you what I've observed here. Because all we've been talking about for the last, you know, 16, 17 months is normal, normal, normal. I want normal. I miss normal. It's kind of normal. It feels a little bit like normal. When will we get back to normal? Normal, normal, normal. That word normal, you know, when you do one of those, uh, those co- those computer searches where they 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 analyze the words that you use the most or that you type the most, and they have it on like on your screen is filled with different words, and the words that you say or use the most are are uh, either you know bull faced or or big, and I don't know what they call those things, but um, the word normal, I would have to think that word normal since March of twenty twenty since March 12th of 2020 especially, I would think the word normal has been the most used or overused, however you want to use it, uh, word that we as humans have been talking about, the word normal. So now, at least theoretically, we are as close to normal, and I'm doing those air quotes, um, as we have been since March of 2020, right? I mean, most people now are, you know, you've seen people at sporting events. You've seen people, uh, at the, as I said, at the grocery store, in parks, walking around. You're seeing people without masks, mostly doing what they've normally done, right? You're see- seeing people go into restaurants, right? So the normal factor for whatever that means we're still not completely back there yet, but we're getting there. Uh, we're certainly leaps and bounds from where we were just two months ago. But have you noticed this? Do you notice now how much traffic there is? I, I, the last eighteen months, seventeen months, wherever it's been. Uh, you know, uh, if you've traveled in your car. You've had to notice how, especially back in March and April and May and even June, wherever you went and whatever your your normal, once again doing those air quotes, whatever normal was, Whatever your normal commute time was to a certain destination, whether you were going into work, whether it's a certain you know, grocery store or some kind of regular routine place you go on a regular basis, whatever, whatever your normal commute time was, you had to have noticed that the commute time was greatly reduced. There were just less people driving on a daily basis. There was less traffic. There weren't a lot of stop-and-go, of, of stop and bumper-to-bumper stop and bumper traffics on the highway. The highway just seemed to be always flowing. Did you notice that? Even on, on roads or highways that traditionally always are crowded, they weren't as crowded or sometimes weren't crowded at all. And after a year of that, you got used to it. So suddenly... If some place used to take you 25 minutes to get to, now it was taking you 10. And after doing that for about 18 months or you know 15 months, whatever it's been, now that became your new normal, your new mental commute. Oh, I have to go over here. That takes me 10 minutes. Well, it used to take you 25, and you got used to that and used to plan ahead for that. But over the last year, now it's only taken you 10 And so now in your routine, now you've planned for 10 minutes. And have you noticed that now in the last month and a half, you haven't gotten there in what you thought now was your new usual time commute? Lots more traffic, which means lots more goofballs back on the road. Have you noticed that you've been getting a little less patient? On the road again. have you noticed that there's with their, with more people on the road, there's more people um, doing dumb things behind the wheel, making turns when they shouldn't, changing lanes when they shouldn't, changing lanes when they don't tell you, they don't use their their uh, their directional or their signal. Do you notice that for the last year, driving to me was. A pleasure. It was, for the most part, stress-free. It was, for the most part, traffic-free. It was enjoyable. There weren't many close calls. I don't think I beeped the horn once. I'm not even a horn beeper. I I hate beeping horns. I, I don't like being beeped at, and I don't beep at people. I just think that's, you know, it's just kind of a a knee jerk uh reaction to temper and impatience it doesn't really do anything and it doesn't do you any good and it only makes the situation uh you know more tense filled people don't like being beeped at and in, and and sadly as, as a true reality of today's world um you know you don't know what's going on in that other car we've been seeing some scary stuff uh, with 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 traf- traffic incidents have have led to deaths. We've always had road rage, but road rage um, has not resulted in as many murders as I've been seeing lately on the news. Now, sadly, uh, this is kind of close to home to me because my best friend in grammar school and still a close friend throughout high school. We weren't as good at friends throughout high school, but we were still very good friends. Um, a couple of years out of high school, 22 years old, uh, he got into a, um, an altercation, a road rage altercation that lasted, you know, a few stoplights and sadly ended with him being killed. Um, very sad. It still haunts me. Um, uh 22 years old and sadly left in the street so um i'm very cognizant of of road rage and and don't get me wrong i have lost my temper but thankfully i have never gotten into any kind of major confrontations like that um and i and and i certainly over the last uh you know several years i've pulled back even more on that I mean, sometimes, you know, you just, you know, something just gets, you, you, you either had a bad day or something and then something happens like that where you almost get into an accident or someone does something, you know, cuts you off or, or something like that and you just, you just snap. You don't even know where that came from. Um, but when that happens, I do try to regain my composure as quickly as possible because as I said, in today's world, sadly, you really have to be, <laughs> you know, cognizant of, of what the possibility is. You can't just, you know, a lot of people quickly and easily. I don't do this at all. I rarely do that. I've never really used it in my life, to be honest with you. But a lot of people are so quick with flipping the finger. Wow. Do you notice that? How quick people are just with flipping the finger off? Wow. It's almost like a a second instinct to people. Like second nature. I've never done that. And I don't roll, you know, and like I said, I rarely beep. I don't roll the window down and yell. I might be, uh, you know, kind of yelling in my car and gesturing, you know, with my hands. But I don't do the gesture. I don't flip the bird. But uh, as I said, thankfully, I've never. I had one time and I and I did the smart thing, I believe. Uh, this was about two or three years ago. I don't know what the problem was, to be honest with you, but. We were at a stop sign and I'm not sure what the driver in front, in in front of me perceived I did. There was snow on the ground. I don't know if, I don't know if my car slid. I don't know. I mean, we didn't, I didn't, we didn't hit. We didn't do anything. Suddenly he got out of the car. He got out of his car. We were on a side street. There wasn't much traffic. It was just the two of us and, and, uh, and he, and he got out of his car. And starts walking toward me, and so I'm I'm like, look, look, I'm not getting in any com, I'm not getting in any, um, you know, any confrontations here. And so as I saw him walking toward me, thankfully, there was room for me to pull away, and I pulled away around his car, and he got in his car, and he started to follow me. I don't know what happened. I don't know what. I did. I still to this day do not know what at least he perceived I did. But he was following me for a good five minutes. And so I remembered, <laughs> talking about learning your lessons, always remember things that, you know, file these things away. Um, on the radio several years ago, we talked about road rage and what do you do if somebody, you know, confronts you. Um, especially in today's world, and uh, and I remembered that as I was driving, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not speeding. We're in t- regular traffic, but he's—I could see him. He's following me. There's no question. He's following me. He's—I'm I'm turning, and he's turning. Every turn I make, he makes. So he's—he's he's following me. There's no question. I don't know what his end game was, but thankfully, I don't know. And I remembered that someone called in. And said that, you know, if you have someone that's following you like that, drive to the nearest police station, drive to the nearest police station. And, 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 and it, because probably people are not going to have a confrontation with you outside of a police station. And so now I'm in this neighborhood that I sort of know, and I'm trying to think, so where, where is the closest police station? And I started to drive toward that police station. And maybe he realized where I was going, or maybe he just, his temper lowered with the time that we were going, because now it was like almost 10 minutes he was following me. and uh, But I just kept driving and uh, and going toward this police station in this town. and uh, And suddenly I just saw him turn off. And I still continued to go to that police station, just in case he was following you, going taking another route somehow and trying to follow me that way. But I went to that police station and I just parked in front of it and I stayed there for about five minutes. So that's a little hint. If you find yourself in a situation of a confrontation with a driver, um, I think a, a, a good a good way to 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 do, to neutralize this, first of all, is don't get out and argue. Um, and if you pull away and they do follow you, uh, try to find the nearest police station, and that may influence them to to stop. Because I don't think a lot of people are going to have a confrontation in front of a police station. So that's what I did. But so anyway, um, but have you just noticed? Less traffic. So my question is, we've been so eager to get back to normal, normal. That's all we've been talking about. Normal, normal, normal. But now normal means traffic again. It means bumper to bumper. It means, when was the last time you even saw a, you know, uh, you know, a gapers block over the last year and a half? There haven't even been a lot of gapers blocks. There's been so little traffic that even if people have stopped to to gaze at, a, at an an accent or somebody on the side of the road, even that hasn't taken long. We haven't had ga- I haven't, haven't I haven't experienced gapers blocks as much as we as I used to, and I certainly have been getting to places a lot quicker than I used to. Except now I've noticed for the last month and a half or so. I'm noticing that there's a lot more traffic. I mean there was I mean I used to drive out about five or six o'clock in the in the evening, which is right traditionally, you know, rush hour, right? And there was no traffic. I would just be breezing through. And now I have to realize I think I need to alter that that schedule because I'm noticing the regular kind of traffic coming back. Not as bad yet. But I'm sure it's only a matter of time as more people start to go to their offices and don't work from home, or people are just going out more, socializing, going more places before there's only maybe one or two places you went a week, right? During the lockdown, and now there's you're you know, people are going to shopping malls more lunches wherever they're making more stops before we just went to the necessities and now we're probably spending more time in our car than we used to going to various places and so yes i have noticed there's more traffic is that good i remember driving one time and saying you know i i mean i'm not happy about this pandemic from a health standpoint but my gosh from a traffic standpoint this is the way life is supposed to be this is the way traffic is supposed to be look at this highway this is the way when they envisioned highways this is the way that highways were flowing with cars constantly moving and now they're back to slowing down bumper to bumper the new normal or our old new normal i don't even know what you call it now is it our old is it our new old normal (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. We've been saying the new is this gonna be the new normal, but now we're back to old normal. But I think old normal is gonna feel new. Because we're used to new normal. That does make sense if you break it down, folks. You know, diagram the sentence. I I I made sense there. It sounds convoluted, but it's right. But that's the way I view it. We are now experiencing a New old normal. Because now old normal is new to us. We haven't had it in a year and a half. (laughs) And the first sign of the new old normal was, oh my gosh, remember traffic. So, I remember traffic. To that same extent, do you notice when you go to public places... Whether it's the grocery store or a a shopping, you know, a strip mall or a shopping mall or something like that, or or maybe a doctor's office, wherever you go, do you notice there's more crowds than there used to be? Do you remember how easy it was to get a parking space about a year ago? Had over the last year, have you ever parked as close to the place you were going as you have? In your life, perhaps? Have you ever gotten so many great parking spaces? <laughs> I think I have gotten more great parking spaces in the last year and a half than I've ever had. You know, parking is always a pain in the butt. Oh, geez, well, I'm, look how far I am. When I've gone to the grocery store or a doctor's office or wherever, and I go into a formerly you know, very busy public place where there's an open parking space, you know, parking lot. I have gotten spaces right near the front, better than valet parking. <laughs> that has been a joy. That, that, that also talk about cutting down on your stress, on your overall time, you know, not only your commute, but the parking. You know, if you say, look, I've got an hour and a half and I have to do two or three errands, so what am I going to do in that allotted time? My gosh, I regularly finished my errands over the last year and a half much sooner than I expected. At least initially. Then I, as I said I got used to that new time. But part of that was not only was the commute easier, was the commute quicker, but then the parking situation was so stress-free and so easy, you would just pull up, whether it was on a, on a street, if you're going to some kind of a storefront place, or a big parking lot, odds are you could park really close, if not right in front of the place you were going. How many times do you go someplace and you go, oh, well, we got to leave early because it's so hard to park around there? Have you noticed over the last year and a half how that really wasn't a concern? How you really got amazing parking spaces? I'm going to miss that. When the pandemic is gone for good, I'm already missing it. I'm already noticing. There are some places that I go regularly and I notice I used to always pull into this spot around this same time and now that spot has been taken and I've got to make I've got to go around a few more times. Over the last several months, even 6 months ago, even 4 months ago, that wasn't the case. I was still sliding right in, right in front. Now, there seems to be more cars there. There seems to be more traffic. Parking spaces. You don't even think about that. But that's why I'm here, folks, to make you re- to realize these things and remember about it. Are you going to I'm going to miss getting great parking spaces like I have over the last 18 months. I'm going to miss highways flowing with with very little traffic, getting to where I, where I need to go quickly and stress-free. I liked the new normal in those cases. Less crowds, have you noticed now? More lines. Have you noticed that? When you go to the grocery store, lines are longer. If you go to a doctor's office, perhaps, lines are longer. Wherever you go, if you're going to a checkout somewhere, um, I've noticed now, um, just looking around, just as I drive around, a lot of drive-through, those have always been long, because that's where people still have been going to fast food places, but, but I've just noticed Places are more crowded. The grocery store has more people in it. You could feel it. They're around you. For the most part, even though everybody was going grocery shopping, um, it seemed staggered because people were going at different times. But now I'm noticing a few more people in every aisle. So I don't know about you, but gosh, wasn't it nice to have that elbow room? To not be in a cattle call of people? That was the new normal during the pandemic. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Less crowds were not bad. It was nice walking around with a little space. Whether it was dictated or not, six feet or not, there just seemed to be less people around. You sort of had your run of things. It was nice. It was like, yeah, this is the way it should be if there weren't 7 billion people in the world. <laughs> I remember going to the airport. I haven't been to the airport in a while, but I did go to the airport several months ago, and wow, what a, what a, what a carefree experience that was. Few lines zipped through. Wow, how nice. I can only imagine this summer how things are going to be for people that are going to be traveling at airports and stuff or driving places with traffic. More crowded. Yes, I guess um, psychologically it's good to see our society on the move again, but being on the move again means more people around. And more crowds and more lines and more interactions. I don't know. It was kind of nice walking around the neighborhood, going to a park and having all the benches open. You just gra- grab a bench. Going to the park and having, being able to get a, a tennis court without any problems. <laughs> more crowds. More traffic, less primo parking spaces. Sadly, what we're seeing now is, at least here in the Chicago area, wow, more crime. Really, really troubling. Troubling. Um, and I think that's a a byproduct of people being out more more interaction means more opportunities for conflict. You hate to sound so down on it but you know the human the human race um gets along okay but we we don't get along more than we do. And so for a while during quarantine and shutdown and and the restrictions less people being out meant less opportunities for confrontations whether it's road, road rage or or just you know going to places and then confronting people having arguments there were less people around in crowds in groups strangers having to interact meaning less opportunities for confrontations. Yes, sadly, there's always been crime. There have been other things going on, gang activities, looting, all that other stuff has gone on. Um, But I'm seeing more reports on the news of now, once again, the new old normal coming back. As people do things, more things are happening. I've seen a rash, at least in the Chicago area, of of people of of cars getting hit by trains. You know, people now once again driving more, falling back into those old habits of impatience, driving around the railroad track crossings and getting. Hit by trains, killed by trains we're seeing more hit and run accidents, more cars on the road, more opportunities. I understand we have to get back to a society. I understand that there's seven billion people in the world there's three hundred and thirty million in this country, so Jim you know everybody's not just going to live sit in their house for the rest of their lives. I understand that, but as I said a few podcasts before uh ago um We were in a very unique situation where the world kind of stopped for a while and and hopefully we have done some reevaluation on what our lives have been like and what they were like and what they could be like. And so I'm just saying that with the new old normal back in place, I believe sadly we're going to start to see more of those same old habits returning that were gone, not completely, but at least were diminished during this lockdown. I understand there was isolation and people felt uh, you know, apart from everything. I get all those things, family and friends, I get all that. I'm just looking at things from a bigger societal perspective. Uh wasn't it interesting and, and And in in many ways, ideal. When there were less people around, which gave us all a little breathing room. I hope you savored that. I hope you experienced it and you appreciated it. Because I guarantee you, in a couple of months, that's going to be gone. And... There's going to be even bigger crowds and bigger crowds as more restrictions go away, hopefully, unless we have another weird surge or spike with this Delta variant. And um, that will never happen again unless something like that happens again. And even if it does, I don't think we'll ever, as a society, agree to lock down again. I just don't think people are, will will ever agree to that again. So that was, I believe, that was a moment in time. That was a one one time generational, if one time in history, kind of thing. At least for all, for those of us who have been around, it might happen again in a hundred years when we're all gone, and then it'll be new to that generation, just like it was, you know, in the nineteen twenties. But, um, so I don't know. It's still around somewhat. So I'm just saying, in the next couple of weeks or the next month, notice that. Notice that you have a little more elbow room, that you still, traffic isn't as bad, but it's getting there, but savor those moments because, believe me, we're going to be full tilt in a couple of months, and it's going to be a a faded memory that will never occur again. It's going to be harder to get that primo spot, just like it always used to be. It's going to take you as long, if not longer, to get to that spot like it always used to take you. And crime is going to continue again. And there's going to be a lot of crowds and you're going to be waiting in lines and it's going to be normal. But I don't know. Was normal a good normal? Last one. Rudeness. Rudeness. I remember last October, my wife and I, traveled we went to lake tahoe area and we were still in the throes of you know no vaccine you know social distancing and i have to say that by october then i thought i think people got used to it it was a very tough first we were isolated completely then we got out a little as the summer went on and 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 we started to get used to this whole idea of social distancing and masks. And by October, while people were feeling restless, they were also resigned to the fact that they had to accept this for a while. And I was very impressed, at least when I was in Lake Tahoe. <laughs> I don't know if it's just in the air out there. But when my wife and I were, were walking down a street or a road or some kind of a congregated area with another people coming toward us, People were very considerate. People would step aside and let you walk, or you stepped aside and let them walk. Um, people were keeping their distance. People I just felt like our pace was slower, and our our heightened we were heightened our awareness of others was uh was more on display cuz i think i think even though a good portion of our society was still you know this got this whole mask thing got politicized but um overall i think there was a an acceptance of this and and people were a little more patient with each other they were a little more willing to to stop and let you go in our in our old normal Especially over the last 10 or 15 years, people just did what they wanted to do, and they felt that they owned the road. They had every right to do whatever they wanted, and and other people be damned. I'm sure you've all experienced that. But I noticed over the last year or so that, uh, at least in some occasions, that people weren't as quick to um, expect that they were more important than you. There was this subtle, it was subtle, but it was there. There was a subtle consideration that I hadn't seen in a long time. I don't know about you. When you drive, do you, do you notice, do people give, if you let someone in, you know, if you give them a break to, you pull into your lane, do you notice that they give you a wave of thanks? Do you ever notice that anymore? I mean, I see a lot of people, I don't know if it's even, I don't even know. It was kind of an unwritten rule anyway. But I don't know if that if if parents teach this anymore, because maybe they, they weren't taught it. I don't know. But I know that I noticed that a lot of times when people are coming in from an alley or from a side street, they're going to turn into a main street. They believe that they have the right of way. They come, they go past the corner, they go past the stop sign, and they are basically inching into and practically in traffic to say, look, I'm going in here. I, I'm not waiting for you to let me go. I can't wait anymore for a break in the traffic. So I'm just going to stop traffic and 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 make a, either a crazy uh, turn or I'm going to inch out so far that you almost have to let me go because you're going to hit me if you don't. Or to to get away from me, you're going to hit someone else on the other side to avoid me. So I that's the way I noticed many people drive today and when they if and if you do give them a break and say yeah go ahead before there was a common courtesy for you to just give away to say thanks you know so if you're going to make a left turn in front of somebody or you're going to turn lanes or you're trying to get into traffic if someone gave you the opportunity that they didn't have to to you to go in you know you would give them a wave. I still do. Or if so if you stopped and, they let, and you let them in, they would at least give you some kind of a gesture to say, thank you, appreciate it. That's gone. I, I rarely see it. I see it with some older people, but I certainly don't see it with young people at all. They feel like, yeah, of course you're going to let me in. I'm here, and I need to go, and I'm more important than you, so I'm going in. I also noticed that even when people were driving, there was more of a slower pace, more of a consideration, less of a rudeness. People, go ahead. I'm in no hurry. (laughs) I fear that as everything, as the new old normal returns, we are going to once again feel that superiority we are going to again feel that we that our day and our errands and whatever we have to do is more important than anyone else's, and that selfishness and that lack of consideration for others that I have noticed over the last you know decade or so certainly more pronounced um, is going to return again, and perhaps even more than it used to. But it was nice. It was nice to see if you're walking down a street um instead of people forcing you sometimes if you're walking down a narrow street have you ever noticed this you're walking down a narrow street and there's only room enough for you or the other person some people don't even pretend that you're there they just keep walking they expect you to move they got their head down they're in their they're in their old little world with their with their um with their phones, and so you better move, or we're gonna get, or we're gonna hit. You better move for me, because if not, we're gonna we're gonna bump into each other. I just noticed less of that over the last uh, month and you know year and a half. I've noticed young kids, like teenagers. The other day, I was driving, and thank God I'm always I'm always a defensive driver. I've gone to enough traffic schools. <laughs> um. The teenagers now, uh, you know, now that everybody's sort of out again and we're footloose and fancy free and there's just this this new looseness in society, they're back to, uh, you know, riding their bikes, on crossing on green lights, head down on their phones, talking to one another, crossing on green lights, riding bikes in front of you on a green light. No cares in the world. Before, they either weren't around. So you didn't have to worry about these obstacles, or once again, you know, I think wearing that mask, just having that physical mask on our faces, did something to our behavior. It kept it, it, we felt it, we physically felt it, and and so by that, we were more cognizant. By wearing that mask, obviously, right away, it was a gesture of being aware of the outside world and other people, right? We're wearing this mask because there's a virus out there, outside world, and there are other people out there that either can give that virus to us or we want to we make sure we don't give it to them, other people. So wearing that mask, even if it was subconsciously, it, it made us more aware of our outside surroundings and of other people. And so I think by that, it made us more conscientious of others and in many ways, more considerate of others. And now I think that without the masks, we're once again back to me, me, me. I'm, I'm walking down the street. I'm more important. I want to cross the street here. I don't want to wait for a red light or a green light. I'm just going to cross and let them keep an eye out for me. I don't really care. People, now we are less concerned with our outside surroundings, and we're less concerned with other people. We're right back to our self-centered ways. The world revolves around me. I think for the last year and a half, wearing those masks and being aware of this COVID made us, to some extent, realize that the world did not revolve around us. We saw our place in it. We saw how this invisible virus could bring things to a halt. And it altered our behavior for a time. But I think as we continue to shed our masks, and some people never wear a mask again, the old, the new old normal is going to come back. And so my, the bigger question to me is, we've been, we've, been, we've been fighting for and wanting this normal, 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 when is it going to get back to normal get back to normal get back to normal get back to normal is what you know because we were in a in a in a heightened sense in a different reality over the last seventeen months did we forget what normal was was that normal that we were so uh, Missing so much, so so passionate about returning to. Was that normal so great? Weren't there some really good aspects about this supposed new normal? Once again, health issues aside, from a health standpoint, terrible. Don't want to repeat that. But the social results, the social impacts, the social influences that it had on us how it changed our behaviors, those weren't all that bad. I mean, I think you realize that you didn't have to go out seven days a week, that you could stay home, you could do it. You did find ways to occupy yourself. So you don't have to go out seven days a week. You don't have to be... Um, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, the the work situation, but that may change too. There may be a lot of hybrid situations where people may not be. But my point is, we, I think, when we were, when our normal routine was so suddenly and so um, almost, you know, ruthlessly taken away from us in almost a day. I mean, our, our, our ability to do things we normally did just were shut down so quickly that we, we didn't know how to react. And then, if, then, ironically, they returned just as fast. But certainly, freedom is a lot easier than, than restriction, right? So if you're free, you just go nuts. We had to deal more with being restricted. But I wonder if we, during the last 17 months, have we glamorized the old normal? And now as it's coming back, I call it the new old normal. But did we glamorize the old normal? Were we too quick to wish it came back? Because a lot of the daily things that we confront in our personal lives during the pandemic, as I said, health aside, I'm, not, I'm just talking about behaviorally, how we deal with each other. That new normal wasn't that bad. There's almost two normals. There is the new old normal, which is coming back. And now, I think in the next couple of months, we're going to be referring to, or it is the old new normal. Remember the old new normal when there wasn't, any, when there wasn't as much traffic? Remember the, the, the old new normal when there wasn't as many crowds? Remember the old new normal when there wasn't as much crime? Remember the old new normal when people were a little nicer to one another? Now we're back in the new old normal. More traffic, more crowds more crime and more rudeness. And there's probably some other things I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm forgetting. So I don't know. Yes, it's good to be uh, able to do what you want to do more freer. I'm not saying that. I understand the need to socialize, the need to get out, to not have that restriction on you. That's what our country's all about, right? But I think there were some really good things that we could still p- perhaps implement, maybe not completely, but on some basis to make life on a daily basis a little more livable. It's nice. It was nice driving and getting places quicker. It was nice not waiting in lines. It was nice Having people be kind of nice to one another for a change. Looking each other in the eye, giving each other a wave. And it was nice to turn on the news every night and not see so much useless and, 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 and just uh, tragic and, 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 and perplexing crime. It's always been there, but there was a lot less. So, I guess my question is, as we get so excited to get back to normal, which normal do you want? Which normal do you want to put into your life? The new, old normal or that old, new normal? Two normals. Make your choice and so ends another episode of elton jim's captain podtastic every monday a new episode is posted at wgnradio.com or wherever you go to find your favorite podcast we are there don't forget send a message send a link tell your friends tell your family that your favorite podcast is elton jim's captain podtastic and it should be theirs too your loyalty and your devotion is much appreciated hope you enjoyed episode number 267 i'm jim toronto I ain't here on business, I'm only here for fun. You've been listening to Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic. From the end of the web to your screen.